Hello and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast, where it's all about real food and holistic living in the real world. With your host, nutritional therapist, Amy Love. And please note our disclaimer, all information and content in this podcast is for general information only and not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hello, and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast. It's Tuesday, so it's Travel Tuesday. I'm Amy, and I'm here with my husband, Matt. Hello. And this week, we are going to be talking about Alaska. Beautiful, beautiful Alaska. Yeah, it's really quite amazing. Oh my gosh, so pretty. Um, We decided to take advantage of our time in Seattle and uh, take a cruise to Alaska because you can get, um, you know, a cruise that leaves right from Seattle. They have some that leave from Vancouver as well. But since we were going to be right there in Seattle, we thought, you know what? Now is the time to do this. When we were over on the East Coast living in New Hampshire and Maine, it was like really far to fly over and stay in a hotel and worry about all that and so this was so much easier while we were there it just made sense to do it totally since we've been wanting to for so long exactly and it kind of worked into a birthday gift for me so that was super sweet um and we were really lucky because you know we have our pups with us and we were really lucky that my parents agreed to come up to Seattle and have a little mini vacation of their own. We talked about that a little bit last week. Um, but while we were gone on the cruise, they um, stayed in the bus with the dogs, and that was great. So they got to stay, you know, the dogs got to stay in their own little environment and have a visit for Grandma and Grandpa, and my parents got to have a fabulous Seattle vacation. So that worked out really well. Um, but Alaska was just amazing. We, you know, of course you can go... We thought about driving up there and all that. You can go across the, you know, Alaska Highway, the Trans, what is it called? The Trans-Alaska Highway or whatever. Anyway, it's long, and I hear that there are a lot of areas that you need massive 4x4s and whatever. And needless to say, a 43-and-a-half-foot motorhome is not the preferred travel vehicle for the highway. You may not need a 4x4, but it's at least some areas are unpaved and it's gravel, so it wouldn't be good kicking up all that stuff. <laughs> Sounds like a 4x4 to me. Um, but... Yeah, so we decided that a cruise was really the best way <clears throat> to see this. And we actually, you know, we love the ocean so much. That was so lively to be able to be on the water um, the whole time. And we got a balcony room. Um, I highly suggest that if you're going to do a cruise to Alaska, you just have to get a balcony room because you're going to spend so much time out on your balcony. I mean, really, that is one of the main things about, you know, going there is that you want to see the scenery and it's going to pass you by um, on the ship. And There were a few instances on our cruise where, I mean, I don't even know what we would have done if we weren't in a balcony. I think it opened, our balcony doors opened the day that we got there, and they didn't close until the day that we left. I mean, I think we, you know, closed them almost all the way at night just to keep some of the warmth in, but really that was it. So we were really surprised by how much there was to see and how different it was than what we thought it was going to be. Like, I totally thought it was going to be ice and glaciers and like that was it right yeah it was awfully lush in places with waterfalls and oh my gosh there were places that looked like tahiti like it was just amazing you know save for like a teeny bit of snow on the top of the mountain kind of looked like tahiti in a few places so anyway just stunning um we did a lot of research before we decided on uh our cruise line we ended up going with celebrity cruises we were on the solstice um and it really was a lovely experience they really have done so much to 
you know, think of everything that you might need while you're on the ship. Um, one thing I will say is, uh, you know, we sort of had to learn our way around the food scene on the ship. That was really kind of a big learning experience for us. You know, being real foodies, we were very concerned that, you know, we were going to have the best quality food and you're kind of like on the ship for seven days. So aside from a few excursions here and there, which really are more sightseeing excursions than, um, you know, you're going to eat on the ship. So we wanted to make sure that the quality of the food was good. Um, and we, what we found was in the main dining room, it sort of caters to the masses. And so, you know, they've got to feed a lot of people, in a very short amount of time and they have to cater to people and their tastes from all around the world and so that doesn't necessarily you know you shouldn't expect grass-fed beef and you know everything organic and all that kind of stuff and certainly not um you know saying that it can't be done but it's just not being done and so what we found was dining in the specialty restaurants made a massive massive difference so if you're a real foodie or you have any kind of like health concerns or dietary restrictions or anything like that, or you just want to try to eat as clean as possible or have the best tasting food, um, I definitely recommend doing some sort of a specialty dining package. Um, in our ship, they had like a, a package that you could just upgrade to and that would cover most of your evening meals. I think there were some lunches. Breakfast was always a little bit of a challenge for us, um, but there was a big buffet, and we were able to go get meat from, like, the carving station. They always had a carving station. Yeah, meats and cheeses and fruits and things like That's that. That's pretty much what we did for breakfast. And um, I, I will say that that was some of the best pineapple I think I've ever had. Like, we totally... Yeah, here we are in Alaska eating pineapple. Eating pineapple. I don't know what the story was with that, but anyway... We kind of expected lots of, like, really fresh smoked salmon, and I really felt like we'd be living on that a lot. And unfortunately, that just wasn't really the case. I don't know. I think everything's sourced, like, not locally. You know, it's brought onto the ships. And we actually had a meeting with the executive chef and um, the dining room manager at one point to kind of talk about the food. And, um, you know, I mean, that's our thing, right? So we wanted to sort of get the lowdown and figure out what was going on and how to make the best choices and we were really enthused to hear that they do make all of their broths from scratch you know from bones um it's not like bouillon cubes or anything like that so that was good and then all of the sauces and dressings and things like that were made from scratch again not using you know all organic or grass-fed ingredients but at least you know made from scratch so you're cutting out a lot of possible chemicals that way um, and a lot of like gluten and things like that. MSG certainly, you know, any of that kind of stuff, you're really cutting down the risk when you're, you know, not using bouillon and things like that. And on almost every menu, we were able to sort of do meat and veggies and some kind of delicious sauce. And certainly in the specialty dining, the it was like a world apart. Yeah. Yeah. The, the specialty dining was really exquisite. It was, it was something. It was really good. And, you know, we were able to swing a package where we had some onboard credit. Um, and we went through, who did we go through? CrewCon out of yeah, New Hampshire. CrewCon mm -hmm. was great. They were really excellent to work with. They're not sponsoring this in, in any way. Hey, maybe they should be. We should call them. Give us, a, give us another cruise. We'll try it out, right? Um, but really just very easy to work with and offered really great packages. Um, and like I said, we were able to get that onboard credit. And we just used that for our dining. So um, that worked out really well. So I would definitely make that recommendation 
um, if you go on. But the ship itself is beautiful. I mean, they've got lots of, you know, something for everybody, really. I mean, there's a casino, there's a library, there's, you know, um, spa, there's plenty of pools and places to go hang out. Your room is, you know, really nice, especially with the balcony. We hung out on our balcony, like, so much. Um, and then the different restaurants and the different lounges, the coffee shop. Yeah, the coffee shop was a winner. That was amazing. We could go and have, you know, decaf coffee or um, some teas. They had amazing tea selection. And just sort of sit there and watch the ocean go by and, and watch the, the mountains and all the scenery. And that was a really treasured spot for watching um, the sunset. So really awesome. I didn't anticipate being able to see all that we saw off the sides of the ship but you know so many of the the rooms and everything have walls of glass and so I mean of course they know the scenery is why you're there so they want to make sure that you can see it um and the service I think was really exceptional I mean people really knew your name and took care of you and I think that that was just really nice so we specifically chose this uh this itinerary you know again like I said because it left from Seattle but again it hit some of the hot spots that we really wanted to see um, and my parents had previously been on a cruise and several people that we know had been in an Alaskan cruise and they were able to give us some, you know, pointers on different areas to see and different things to do in the area because it gets a little overwhelming when you start looking at all those shore excursions and all the things you could do. And to be honest, I mean, you can kind of rack up the dollars pretty quick with those excursions. Yeah, like, those excursions, they really could be spendy. They can be, you know, helicopter flights over this and that and... Um, you know, seaplanes and treks to different glaciers and all kinds of stuff. And I bet there are some amazing experiences to be had. But, you know, we went with a little bit more laid back approach. We didn't really want anything too structured. It was actually sort of a good time for us to unplug. You know, when you're kind of like working on the go or whatever, you kind of are always working. So <laughs> it's nice to be able to unplug and, and have that a little bit. We certainly did have some uh, internet connection and things like that on the ship, but blissfully, we didn't take too much advantage of it, so that was no, nice. Yeah. yeah. So, um, when, you know, when you go on the cruise, you have some days at sea, and then some days when you go into ports. And um, so this one, you know, again, left from Seattle, and then we had a day at sea, um, and then we went up to Ketchikan, Alaska. And uh, it was great. We actually just did a really quick little tour um, we went into the downtown area and, you know, they know the cruises are coming in and the tourist things are all set up for it. So to be able to go in and grab a, a taxi or a last minute tour or something like that really isn't too hard to do. So we uh, were able to get a bus fare and go around the town and just sort of see like what there was to see. I knew that there was a totem park there that we wanted to check out and um, some different animals that we were kind of hoping to see. And, man, did we see eagles. Like They were absolutely everywhere. They might as well have been robins. I mean, it was really crazy. Um, before this, we had seen an eagle once. I think we were on the Sonoma Coast, which was really unusual um, to see an eagle there. But that was our first sighting. But after this, I mean, we had seen hundreds. <laughs> it was just wild. Um, so that was really cool. And uh, we went to, like, this little harbor area and got to see... Um, moon jellies and they're these you know what people call jellyfish they're not really fish they're jellies but anyway um, they are they don't sting and they don't have tentacles they're totally clear and you know they were just like picking them up and 
you know, you can see like right through them. They're really cool. They kind of almost glow when they're in the water. So. Yeah, and you, and you held one, right? Yeah, yeah. It was really neat. Um, I didn't want to do it too long. I didn't want to mess them up. So <laughs> I just put them back in the water. But um, it was really neat. And then we went to like the salmon hatchery. There's a salmon hatchery there. And we learned all about how that works. And we kept our eyes open for bear, like really hoping that we were going to see bear. We did not. Um, but don't worry. We get to see them later. But um just really kind of soaked in the energy of the town. It's a really cool little place. And, um, you know, it was nice to walk around the harbor and kind of figure out what's going on. There's little shops downtown um, to check out. And then um, we went to the totem park. And that was really interesting to kind of hear the story of the totems and actually see the carving in process. I mean, to imagine that art carved from, you know, like one tree was pretty amazing. Um, and then to hear about how they've evolved over the years and how long things have been standing and all of that. It was neat. It was really neat. Um, and then we went downtown and kind of like ran into another couple from the ship, ended up getting some chowder and some fresh seafood there. And then going back on the ship, it was kind of a really easy day. We went back for, um, by the time happy hour was around and had sunset on the boat and just watched, you know, kind of everything go by because I think we left port like maybe what at like four thirty or something. Yeah, probably around there. Yeah. And so we went up to the top deck and it's kinda cool where they have they have bars on the front and back where you can get anything. You don't have to drink, but you can get anything. And then they have these beautiful chairs that you can sit on and all the walls are glass. Like there's railings, right? But they're all glass so you can see through them. Um and there was a patch of grass up there it's like a lawn so we were like sitting in this lawn on the top of a cruise ship which is sort of funny um and there was live music going on and then it really seriously I swear I did a double take many times it looked like we were in the tropical islands like you would just every once in a while catch like a little glimpse of snow but the mountains were so lush and green and full of trees and just really, really pretty, you know, waterfalls coming down and really blue sky and blue water and huge cloud. I mean, it was really cool. Really cool. Um, so, you know, that was really unexpected. Um, and then I think it was the next day that was going to be like a super early day. And we were going to hit two, um, two stops. Now, this was super special on the ship. And I would say... I would recommend to anybody to find a cruise line or an itinerary that's going to take you to Tracy Arm Fjord. This was incredible. We got up at like 3 a.m., which is like when it gets light, and uh, we went out, you know, on our balcony in our jammies. It's kind of cold, <laughs> and we are in the midst of all these amazing glaciers. I mean, it was just unreal. You've got glacial ice floating by you, which is like that bright, bright blue ice. And as it, you know, gets hit by the water, it's like popping and sputtering and shooting off. I mean, it looks like dry ice. It's so cool. Um, and you, we were almost so close to the mountains, so we had almost touched them. Yeah, it was really something. We were so tight getting in there. Yeah, it's and like a it, huge S-curve. Yeah, it was curvy. And then, I mean, it's just, it was really something to be able to pilot a huge cruise ship in through that and yeah with all the glacial ice floating around and stuff like that it was yeah it's amazing. amazing it's a feat by the captain and actually they they told us that you know we were lucky to have the captain that we did because a lot of times they'll actually have to fly in like they helicopter in and captain just to do this little leg of the tour and then 
fly him out again. But our captain was trained to do that so we didn't have to fly anybody in. And it's just incredible. And we had a naturalist on board, Brent Nixon, who was so knowledgeable and his talks were so fun. And I mean, really his passion for nature is like so contagious. And, you know, at first I was like, I don't know about this guy. He's a little bit goofy. And then you just totally get into it because he's so, so passionate and it's been through so much. It was really interesting. So anyway, he is kind of narrating our tour through the fjord and so these little alarms keep going off like a dong and then he like tells you like some fact and we're like running around and of course I'm trying to capture photos and Matt keeps running up to the main deck to get some you know views from the other side and it was just amazing I mean there was at one point I'm seriously standing there like in tears because it is so beautiful with the waterfalls and there's like you know, mountain goats around and these lush trees and just like the water is so clear and blue and it just, it doesn't even seem like it could be real. Um, and there are glaciers, you know, up in the, in the crevices in the mountains. Like I know when I heard about glaciers the first time I thought they were going to be like icebergs. I thought glaciers and icebergs were sort of the same thing. Newsflash, they're not. Um, so glaciers are usually up in like crevices of the mountains and so you know some of them it doesn't it's kind of hard to see um but the ice is like really pure water and it doesn't have a lot of sediment it'll look really really blue um and so that was really something that was going on there I mean it's so pristine like breathing the air up there is just a whole different experience um and so then you get kind of to the end where they like can't go any further in the big cruise ship um, yeah, there's too much ice, and they can't go, keep yeah, going. Yeah, you can't keep going, and they turn around, and um, you can see the glacier, and it's, like, enormous, and it's kind of coming kind of at you, really, by where you are, but, I mean, obviously, it's stationary, but it's um, jutting out through the mountain, and it's just huge. It's just absolutely enormous, and what was really cool is that there was an excursion offered, and this is probably the main excursion I would do if we go back, when we go back. Um, but it's one I would highly, highly recommend. It was actually like a little boat that came in and you could like disembark from the cruise ship and get on the little boat. And then you would spend the morning like exploring the rest of the glacier um, and being able to go into areas that you couldn't normally go. So that I think there would have been so worth it oh my gosh so worth it yeah we were kicking ourselves when, yeah. once we saw that thing yeah, go down we didn't know what it yeah. was you know and we didn't understand the whole story so um that was just absolutely amazing and you know cruising out of there like I just have so many pictures I shared them on Instagram if you're not following us on Instagram you gotta go check it out because that's where we share all the real food road trip photos it's instagram.com slash real food whole health we're very easy to find um, but anyway, it was just so awesome. And, you know, I mean, to be up at three o'clock in the morning, like I, it was like a kid at Christmas. Like, I'm like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? And then we're just like out there freezing to death in our pajamas, barefoot, everything like too excited to even get dressed. So it was pretty amazing. Um, and then, you know, the rest of the morning we were sailing, um, into Juneau. And that was another stop. And I think, is that where we had to tender to shore? Yeah, that was yeah. it. Yeah. So there were like three other cruise ships in port. And 
when all the like dock space is full, you have to do something called tendering. And tendering is where you actually like anchor off shore and then you um, get into little boats and go, you know, on little boats to shore. So just to, you know, ease your mind, if you don't know about this and you're planning on going a cruise and you hear this, don't worry. Like the boats are like super sturdy and you're going to get, you know, off very easily. Like I didn't know what to expect. I kind of thought it'd be a little bit hairy and maybe we'd get wet or whatever. Totally not the case. Um, obviously they're dealing with a wide variety of people and ages and abilities and all of these kind of things. So it is definitely very well thought out, very well planned. You have like number assignments and um, only so many people can go at a time and all this kind of stuff. So anyway, it worked out really um, easily to go and do that. Um, and I never felt like, uh oh, <laughs> I'm in danger. Um, and so Juno was like kind of crazy busy because, you know, these other three cruise ships were there. And so with us, it was four. That's a lot of people going ashore at the same time. And so um, we had promised my parents that we would go to the Red Dog Saloon. That was something that they had told us that they enjoyed doing. And we did go there. It was so overflowing and busy. We didn't really get to hang around very long. We barely got in the front door. Oh, my gosh. It was kind of wild. Um, But, you know, they had fond memories of that from years ago. It's definitely touristy, definitely kitschy. You know, it's just something to see. And we said that we would see it. So we did. Um, But, you know, the downtown was just really, really busy. And we were actually set to go to Mindenhall Glacier. So... If you're going to go see Mindenhall, Juno is where you want to go do that. Um, and that was really interesting. We actually took a, a bus and just went over there to the glacier. Um, they drop you off right right there, and then you just kind of hike in. And there's, you know, again, it's for all ages and abilities. They really have a lot of places to go see. So you can go to, like, the observation center and just look out from, like, the decks and get, you know, yeah. a pretty good view. Yeah, we walked around the little, I guess it's a little lake there formed by the glacier melting. And yeah, we went up to the lake. There's a waterfall and right there's there. a waterfall you can hike to, yeah, and that was really, really cool. And then, um, and then the glacier itself. And, you know, I know that they had all sorts of excursions to, like, fly over the glacier, and I'm sure that's totally fascinating. But I will say that we heard from some fellow cruisers that – you know, the, the helicopter rides that they took weren't totally what they had expected. They, they said it was really hot and very smelly because you get all the exhaust from the think, plane. Yeah, I think that was mostly the seaplane. Oh, that was, was that the seaplane? Yeah. yeah. And then just the noise, you know, that's probably the helicopters, the noise. Yeah, and just tight and cramped and hot and that they didn't really get to see what they wanted to see. And so I was like, well, we got to go, like, right up to the glacier and – do the waterfall and all that so it was cool it was really cool um and there is a little beach there to walk along and i mean there's definitely pieces of the glacier that have broken off and are there and you can get really up close and personal so um it was really lovely and i think that was the place that we um there was a bear we didn't get to see it everybody else saw it we were like at the other end or whatever and by the time we got over um to that area wasn't there anymore but anyway um they are there, <laughs> obviously, but we didn't get to see any until, like, Montana. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, anyway, um, then we went back to um, the boat, back to the boat. And 
that night we, you know, did one of the specialty dining things. They had a really cool um, kind of French-inspired restaurant on board, and that was such a lovely experience. I think that was probably my favorite. They had a steakhouse that we went to a few times. They had an Asian-inspired, um, you know, specialty restaurant that we went to. But the French-inspired was, you know, I mean, anytime we can get French food, we pretty much will. But it was really well done. The service was over and really over the top. I mean, so many people checking on you and everything. Um, it wasn't too annoying, though. No, but not it was, annoying, it was, no. you know, very nice. But it was like, wow. I mean, you just took one sip of water, and it was refilled. And anyway, so um, the food that we had was really incredible. Again, we shared pictures on Instagram, but the, you know, the lobster, whatever, they prepared, like, right there at the table. I mean, they just really thought of all these different things um, to make it, you know, enjoyable and very well yeah, done. special. Yeah, I definitely felt pampered. Um, and that's that restaurant's down by a lounge where they have like live music every night, and they were actually really good. You know, I'm just, I know there was like a wide variety of shows and things, and some of those kind of cruise ship shows can be a little bit hokey or whatever. But we didn't experience that. We didn't go to a lot of the like the magician shows and things like that. We did the live music, and then we did the nature, the naturalist talks, and those were really cool. In fact couple of those we actually caught in our room on the cruise tv like while we were hanging out or doing you know whatever having dinner or whatever um so that was that was cool but anyway um so that was a super fun night and then the next day we were in skagway um and skagway man what a long pier like we were really far out i think there was a, another cruise ship there and we were really far out. Yeah. We had to take a little tram in. I think we were like 15 minutes from from town. It took a while. Um, the other ones, the port was just like right there in the middle of town. It wasn't a big deal. But this one, it's kind of crazy. And we'd been getting some rain on and off. Mostly we had great weather. But we'd been getting a little rain and um, decided to take this little tram in. And then, you know, really what, <laughs> what tempted us ashore was this Thai food place that a good friend had told us about. And we thought, Thai food in Alaska, huh? <laughs> really? Really? This little town in Alaska? Let me tell you what, that was delicious. It was so good. Um, I'm really glad that we took the chance to go and do that. And downtown Skagway is really cute anyway. I mean, there's lots of shops and... Yeah, it was. Yeah, whatever to look around. Yeah, it's neat. Um just kind of what you think of with like a little old town, little old mining town. But, um, and then we took a bus, um, to kind of like, they have a bus that goes like all around the, the town to different stops and whatever. So that was kind of a nice way, um, to see a lot of stuff, especially in kind of the sprinkly, you know, rainy weather. It was really nice to be able to get on the bus and do that. And we actually ran into the naturalist, Brent Nixon on the bus. So we got to chat with him a little bit. And, I mean, he's just fascinating. He has so many stories. I think he was part of, like, Green Berets and did mountaintop rescues and yeah, he's helicopter. Actually, he's actually um, rode his kayak in through Tracy Arm a yeah. few numerous times. Yeah, yeah. He did massive, like, month-long, like, kayak trips and would tell us where he, you know, had set up camp and all that. I mean, it was just really fascinating. Um, so that was cool. But, yeah, Starfire Thai food. In Skagway, Alaska, of all places, very delicious. Um, and so anyway, then the next day we were at sea, and so we got to just sort of chill out and just enjoy things. We met up with some different people, and, you know, I mean, that's kind of the fun thing about the cruising is, like, you can 
meet all kinds of people from all over the place. And we spent a lot of time on the decks uh, that day and just, you know, I mean, you'll see dolphins like riding beside you. And that was really cool. I think that was the day they were really vocal. Sometimes you just see them. Um, but this day it's like, they were like, Oh, look, a cruise ship. Let's go play with it. And they would get up and chatter, you know, their little dolphin noises right beside the ship. Yeah. I that think was we saw cool. some whales too. Yeah. That was the day we saw some whales. I remember one night we were sitting at dinner and it was glass wall and we could see the whales out far. That was really exciting. Cause you know, you see their like blow, they do that well, you know, the blowhole blow and you know, like, Oh my gosh, it's about to happen. Um, and you know, I'm always looking for that tail shot where they do that really deep dive and give you that perfect tail to take a picture of. And it's just been kind of a quest to get that. But yeah, it was really neat. We got to see several whale. Um, yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. So then the next day, it was actually like our last major day and we went to Victoria, British Columbia. And um, Victoria is so lovely. They are, it's really a nice, nice, town anyway yeah, it's really pretty yeah. it's, it's it just looks it's really nice it kind of has has the best of both worlds like it's kind of got like this old time feel but you know it's very sophisticated it feels modern, very yeah, yeah but then it's got a lot of modern touches too um so you see this like historical architecture but then you know maybe like all the modern conveniences um so we decided to do the butchart gardens tour um that was pa paired with a city tour so that we could get a feel for um, for Victoria, but the Bouchard Gardens, oh my gosh, like amazing. We didn't even have near enough time. Like I totally, if, if it were an option, I would have planned for like a half day or a full day there. Um, the stop that we had, we were only there for like six hours. Yeah, we only had a couple hours at the gardens itself, though. Yeah. So we were sprinting through there pretty much. Oh, like seriously sprinting, and it was getting dark, and because I think we came into port at like, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to say like, four or five o'clock it was like it later was in the day yeah. um so we pretty much like got off the boat and then went you know you have to do your passport and all that but it really wasn't a big deal because they'd sort of taken care of that for you um you get to the tour bus you get to the gardens and then it really was like an hour and a half in the gardens um so seeing all the different levels i mean it's kind of like a massive botanical garden all at one place so you know, you have your Japanese garden, rose gardens, you know, wildflower gardens, redwoods or whatever they were, similar to redwoods. Um, and then the sunken gardens. And this was a family estate. Um, many years ago, this was a family estate. And this woman just started gardens so that their guests, when they would get off, you know, whatever boats or whatever, bring them to the area to come to her home, would walk through these gorgeous gardens. And it's just sort of morphed throughout the years and so it was really fascinating to kind of see what was going on i mean they had a huge carousel it was just insane it was and i it, couldn't believe how big their it was. japanese garden was really lovely oh, too so pretty. It, was, it was just we barely everywhere. got to see that because of the you know darkness dark, yeah. yeah and then we had to get back in fact we miss our bus <laughs> <laughs> but luckily got on the other bus there was like two or three buses that went and it was a little confusing and dark and hurried, but anyway, we made it, and we did not get left, although it would have been fine to be left in Victoria, um, but then we did a city tour on the bus, and that was really cool, and what is it? Is it the parliament that lights up? Yeah, I think it's the parliament building. Yeah, and it was, like, full of lights. I mean, just little white twinkly lights at night. It was so pretty. 
Um, and then there's a big hotel there, which the name currently escapes me. I'll put it on the show notes. Um, if you're new to the podcast, we always do detailed show notes and put that on our website at realfoodwholehealth.com. You'll just go under podcasts, under episodes, and find today's episode. And then all the detailed show notes will be there with links to everything that we talk about, all the restaurants and the different sightseeing and different things like that um, so that you can plan your own trip. Um, but anyway, I'll look that up and find it. But it was really beautiful and just a neat, neat town. Um, really great way to end the tour um, in the trip. So anyway, we got back on ship. We were at sea the next day and then we got back to Seattle and just in time for my birthday. So anyway, it was a lovely time. I would highly recommend it. You know, we really had a neat, neat experience. And, you know, from what we heard from other people, it sounds like our ship, um, you know, was a great one. It was a great yeah, choice. Yeah, it was nice. And again, I think the, the Tracy Arm Fjord was the, was the highlight. Yeah, the that was so the key. That was so the key. So if you're going to plan an Alaskan cruise, regardless of the line or the time of year or anything like that, I'd say try to get to Tracy Arm Fjord. And definitely do the balcony room yeah. and try to do the dining package upgrade. I think that, you know, that'd be really worth it. If you're listening to our podcast, you're probably a foodie too. So I would say that that's definitely worth it. So anyway, thanks so much for tuning in today. Next week, we are going to be in Bellingham, Washington and Vancouver. Um, so we'll be talking to you about that. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us today, and please remember to leave us an iTunes review. Also, head over to our website at realfoodwholehealth.com and enter your email to receive free goodies, discounts, updates, and more. See you next time on the Real Food Whole Health Podcast.